Hello, 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 hello. So, I'm coming in with this quick message regarding co-parenting with a narcissist. So, I mentioned this um, in a couple of my podcasts back about the planning for your exit strategy. And I mentioned in there uh, about not trying to co-parent with a narcissist. And um, so I'm responding to, this is my takeaway and just giving my advice regarding co-parenting with a narcissist. So uh, a couple of key factors. Uh, One, it depends on the age of the children. If the children are small, I suggest heavily getting a third party someone who uh, is like an intermediary who can kind of serve in between uh, you and the other parent because the narcissist will, like I said, they will make your life a living hell. They would try every which way to manipulate your time, whether it's picking up or dropping off. They would make your life an inconvenience. Um, they wouldn't do certain things that they're supposed to do for the child or they would flip it and try to make arguments with you. And it, it would just, <coughs> excuse me, it would just constantly be like a tug of war. And because the children are too small and they can't speak for themselves, you know, you would have to be the one to take the brunt of the torment and the abuse from the narcissist. So you may have physically detached from the narcissist, but because you have children, you still have to try to find a way to co-parent with them. And it can be very difficult when the children are small. <coughs> Excuse me, especially if you, like I said, have to communicate. So I suggest getting a parenting app And that way, everything can be monitored through the parenting app, uh, set some clear and firm boundaries in terms of uh, phone call times, text messaging, and things like that. They cannot call you after, let's say, 8 p.m. because the kids are in bed. I mean, if they're small, they should be in bed. Uh, There's no reason to call after 8 p.m. If there is a message after 8 p.m., let's say, for instance, you have a scheduled pickup like Friday. If they text you maybe Thursday and say, hey, uh, you know, I'm just calling to confirm, maybe something like that. But it has to be messages corresponding to the child, nothing personal. If they send you anything personal or anything that's out of the context of the children, do not respond at all. Uh, And here's now the tricky part. If you have children who are um, in that transition stage like they're not babies but they're not old enough to really comprehend this is where it might come off a little tricky because the narcissists they manipulate the children as well they triangulate the children as well they um literally use the children to get information uh to talk bad about you to to try to implant uh negative things in the kid's mind about the other parent, which is mind-blowing. It's very unhealthy. It's very toxic. And because the children are at that age, they really it confuses them because they really don't understand. They really don't know what to believe and they really can't communicate it. So it's kind of like, you're kind of like stuck in that, like, like, what do you do? And, um, 
You have to start teaching your kids, even though they are small and even though they may not comprehend. Uh, this is where you kind of have to start teaching your kids how to parent the narcissistic parent, if that makes sense. Because the narcissist, believe it or not, they're stunted. You're not dealing with an adult. You're dealing with a fragile ego with a childlike mind. So they can be a grown adult and be stunted at the age of four, five, six, seven, eight. You know, whenever they started to experience that traumatic abuse or neglect or whatever they started to feel, they probably uh, started feeling that around that age. So that's why they're very childlike. That's why they have tantrums. This is why they like to argue and pout. And they have, you know, just do all of these things that children do. They, they don't want to reason or communicate in a healthy and proper way. So you have to kind of start teaching your kids uh, slowly um, not to uh, get caught up or entrapped in the manipulation, triangulation tactics of a narcissist. Because the narcissist will say, hey, you know, like, who's at mommy's house? Or what is mommy doing? Or what is mommy, you know, where's mommy going? Or does mommy have a boyfriend? Or, you know, they would, they would, or they would ask the kids, oh, did y'all go to the movies? Who did y'all go to the movies with? Or who, <coughs> they would find ways, excuse me, to ask questions um, about the parent. And extract that information from the children. So you kind of have to tell the kids. I wouldn't say lie. But you kind of have to tell the kids. Listen. Do not tell. If the if you're deaf. Let's say dad. If dad start asking you questions about. Say I don't know. Or if dad start asking you. Say I don't know. Ask mommy. Always have the kid try to direct the the, you know, so that the nar you know, the narcissist, toxic, unhealthy person can go to the adult because that's what they do. They will fish. They will fish information from the children. Now, if you have teenagers, teenagers are um, can go either way. So the teenagers will most unlikely, if they experience the narcissist will literally not want anything to do with the narcissist because they fully understand that the narcissist is manipulative, abusive, verbally, mentally, spiritually. Like they already see the narcissist for who they are. So they most likely don't want anything to do with the narcissist. And um, you really can't force them to have a relationship with the narcissist. But if they do have to, like, let's say, for instance, you have joint visitation or, you know, there's some type of court order, uh, you know, there has to be some strict guidelines. And, you know, this is why I say go to the courts and have everything documented, have everything down on paper and have stipulations because the narcissist will never agree to anything verbally with you they they'll say yeah and then do the complete opposite and it's just a constant battle they don't want to communicate healthy so they would you know if they would try to call it parallel parents pa parallel parenting you have to um you know literally because if you say yes they'll say no 
If you say no, they'll say yes. It's They will always try to counteract everything you say. And it causes conflict with the kids because you want to create an environment of some sort of stability for the children. And, you know, and whatever you don't allow, the narcissist will allow just to spite you and vice versa. It is just a mess. And so this is why I say get the courts involved, get things written out, get things stipulated. Don't agree to anything verbally with them. And if you can, get a third party because the narcissist does not, is not interested in co-parenting with you at all. They are not interested in making things easy, transitional, or easy for the children. Like I said, they will triangulate, use and abuse, gaslight, love bomb the children the same way they do in relationships. And it's just so sad and it's so unfortunate that, you know, the children have to experience this and have to endure this type of um, dysfunction. And this is why it's even harder for teenagers because teenagers are already where they already see it and they just don't want to be bothered. They don't have time for it. And, and unfortunately, you know, with this type of parent, if you understand narcissism, it causes anxiety. It causes depression. Uh, some kids, like they literally don't see a way out because it's just, you know, narcissists are relentless. And a lot of kids suffer from um, suicidal ideations or they themselves get angry and turn on the parents and end up offing the parents because the abuse just becomes so overwhelming sometimes. And, um, you know, so you have to just pay attention to subtle clues and, you know, you have to teach the children how to parent the parent, which is the craziest thing to do. But if you set some clear and firm boundaries and teach them how to uh, ignore and how to set boundaries with the narcissist, um, after a while, the narcissist will probably leave them alone anyway, because the narcissist at some point will probably discard those children if the children are too difficult or if the, because they really don't want to spend time with the kids. They really don't want to do anything with the kids. They really don't want to um, see the kids flourish. Like they have no good intentions for, for the children. So at some point they will probably discard the children anyway. And, um, probably find some new shiny toy or some new woman and go run off and play mommy and daddy to, you know, their children and neglect their own children. So, um, it is, you know, a side note, you know, it's interesting because my oldest daughter, he made it so easy. It was like, okay, he was an asshole. I left and, um, I didn't hear from him. Like I didn't have to really deal with him at all, which was good. You know, I was like, oh, thank you. And I don't have to deal with him or correspond with him in any way, shape or form, which was beautiful. Um, But I never lived with him. But, you know, it was a little bit harder for my other two daughters because I I lived with the, the narcissist psychopath for over 20 years. And, you know, they saw a lot and they endured a lot. Um, And they just they have some very negative feelings and um you know, they see their father in a very negative light. And not that I spoke anything bad about him. They they witnessed him firsthand be, you know, malicious and vindictive and spiteful and neglectful, you know, not paying any of the bills, you know, creating a level of instability for them by not paying bills. You know, we were always behind on bills, always getting shut off notices, always, um, 
you know, couldn't keep a job, barely, you know, did anything with them, refused to spend any time with them. And if he did spend time with them, it was bare minimum. It was very surface level, you know, never no quality time, no actual love, no pouring into because they can't, you know, and they just don't have it in them. They just don't have that. And so my kids, you know, they just was like they felt better when he wasn't around. <clears throat> and so they felt better and they kind of wished that he just wasn't around. And, and in that aspect, I wish he would have just left. Maybe that would have been a lot better. But um, it, it's no easy way to co-parent with a narcissist. You know, you see the stories, you hear the stories. So many women are just frustrated <clears throat> and over it because they think that um once they leave the relationship that regardless of what the situation is that this person would have a heart that this person would have some type of common sense that this person would at least you know not treat the children so badly but you know it's never about the kids it's just never about the kids so if you have children with a narcissist um I feel sorry for you. I really do. Um, but thank God my kids are old enough that they could express themselves and say, hey, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to go. I, I don't want to be bothered. I don't want. And I had to respect their boundaries, you know, because in the beginning I was, you know, trying to pray with them. And they were they were like, well, why? I don't want to go with him. You know, <sighs> excuse me. He didn't want to spend time with me before. He didn't want to do anything with me before. And so now because, you know, you don't you, you don't want to be with him now. He wants to spend time. They was done. They was over it. They they were running like, um, you know, and then when I would text him to, you know, say, hey, you know, they need so-and-so. It was always an issue, always a problem, always an excuse, always something. You know, he put everybody and everything before his children. And it was sad. It was just really sad. And, you know, you sit back and you're like, this person just don't get it. And unfortunately, for most narcissists, not even most, 99.9% of the narcissists, they just don't care. And, you know, you just have to come to the realization that they are not interested in co-parenting. They are not interested in the best overall health of the children, mental health, emotional health. They're not interested. They don't care. They're very spiteful. They're very vindictive. They're malicious, and they would do everything to try to continue to keep chaos and dysfunction in that that dynamic <clears throat> because they no longer have control over the mother or the you know whoever the narcissist is so they don't they no longer have that control over the other person and this is why they try to control and manipulate you and inconvenience your life through the children so it it's it's tough it's tough um but it can be done and you just have to stay on your ground and like i said you have to teach your children how to parent the co- the parent the parent and and just hope and pray that you know at some point it'll get a little bit easier but you know some of the stories that i hear from some people it's it's literally a nightmare and a lot of people are over it and you know the courts can only do but so much and um yeah, you know, it's it's just a sad thing, you know, because it's one thing you, you know, as a parent, you want to naturally protect your children. But how do you protect your children from the other parent? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? It, it's 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 not an easy thing 
uh, to deal with because they really do mess up their children. They mess up their children in so many ways and it's not fair and it's not right. So, you know, just continue to talk to your kids, encourage your kids, love your kids, um, listen to your children, support them, allow them to come to, you know, allow them to make rational decisions and choices on how they want to interact and deal with the other parent because you cannot force your children you know and I'm a firm believer in that I don't force my kids to make make you know decisions that they well if they're not if they're not comfortable with it you know that's enough for me you know don't force your kids don't force your kids to try to have a relationship with people who are just not healthy you know mentally emotionally spiritually physically who are just not healthy for them and you have to try to find any way to uh, create some type of barrier and boundaries because narcissists are relentless and they don't care about anyone's feelings. They don't care about boundaries. They don't care who they hurt. They don't care. They, they will hurt their own children, triangulate, manipulate their own children. It's just sad. It's just sad. It's really sad. So. I hope this answers your questions. Um, Like I said, I'll come back, you know, every now and then and I'll update, you know, when I get more information. But those are the things that I could think of off the top of my head. So with that being said, wishing you nothing but love and light. Stay blessed.